0: this is aviation careers podcast an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career your host carl valeri has over a decade of experience counseling pilots aviation careers podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal here is your host carl valeri
1: welcome to the informational inspirational and transparent podcast about aviation careers my name is Carl Valeriat and I will be your host today. I'm actually transmitting from a mobile studio today, and I'll talk a little bit about that. You know, when you're choosing a career and where you want to live, you know, there's many factors you need to consider. You know, some want to be close to work. Others wish to be near recreational activities. And others choose a town with a good school. One of the great benefits of being a crew member with an airline is your ability to live anywhere in the world. So with that said... We're moving the podcast, and we're moving to Lakeland, Florida, and we'll discuss that a little bit here. This is going to be a shorter episode because of the fact that, well, as of today, I'm, I'm kind of homeless. Uh, we're going between uh, where we live now, over on the beach in Treasure Island, Florida, over to the Lakeland area, and uh, we'll only be about 10 minutes from the airport, but some really exciting news for us and also for our aviation family. We're just excited just to be out there in, in the Lakeland area and all the things that surround it. So uh, we haven't did, we didn't do a podcast last week because we got so busy with the move. Uh, but just want to give you a quick update here. We have a couple really cool podcasts coming up about uh, flying for uh, net jets, and also another one uh, discussing some questions and answers. Before we start that, a couple announcements. First of all, career coaching. Uh, we do give you a career plan of action and also help with interview prep and resume and. Co- cover letter review a shout out to uh, one of our coaching clients he just got on with a regional airline after a few years being with the military and now he's on to the regionals in an exciting career in aviation so uh, congratulations on that. Sorry, uh, some of you that have been have signed up for coaching. It's a little bit tough getting into my schedule lately. Past few weeks uh, with the move and everything like that, it's uh, been a little bit difficult. But once we get settled in, uh, things will be perfect. And like I said, we'll be real close to the airport. But before we talk about my move and the move of the podcast and all those good things about it, let's uh, let's talk do a couple Q and A. Just two of them that are really important to me. And the reason I'm discussing these because well. It's happening again. We got uh, a question from one listener, but uh, I'm not going to read that question. I was going to say in general. the uh, If you remember, as some of you remember, back years ago, there was a big financing debacle uh, with flight schools. Flight schools were taking people's money, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 at a clip, and they told you they were going to provide all these ratings, and you would get the them quickly, and then you would go on to the airlines within six months to a year. What happened is... Some of these schools, unscrupulous, some bad business practices, they went out of business. Well, when people wanted to collect on their money, the money that they put down, the money that was hard-earned money or that was borrowed, they found out that they couldn't get their money back because the school went bankrupt. You know, I've seen this happen. I've actually worked for a school that did this and for individuals done this. And you know what? Shame on them. This is not, not really a good business practice. I've seen some go bankrupt, start another flight school, and do it again to people. There's a little bit of tightening that's been done as far as finance is concerned and as far as schools doing this. But again, because the airlines are hiring so much again and that things are happening so quickly, schools are selling you on their financial products and saying, hey, listen, we can, we can get you through and we can do it at a very inexpensive cost, but you're going to have to give us a certain amount of money up front, etc. Things have changed. I'm not going to go into it too much. For the most part, 98% of the people out there are doing a great job with this. Uh, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. But it is happening again where there are certain people that aren't coming through with their obligations. Their obligations to you, the student, to the person that's, that's wanting to move forward in their career. One of the great things about going to the collegiate environment, you, you have some recourse. Uh, some of these other vocational schools, you don't have quite as much. But with that said, there there have been some things put into place. So what do you do? Uh, I'm not going to get into too many details here. We don't provide legal, financial advice, et cetera. We just give you some general advice, uh, and you need to talk to somebody who's, you know, A lawyer or somebody who's going to give you financial advice and what you can do. And you might not plan before you even start with a a flight school and say, hey, listen, you know, what happens if I can't finish my ratings? What happens is, you know, suddenly I get a medical issue and I've given you $15,000. Can I leave? Can I get my money back? That type of thing. So let's talk a little bit about that and what I feel you should do. First of all, we did an, an interview with somebody a while back. And it was he wrote a book pilots on food stamps, but he had another really good book called "Don't Pay Any Flight School More Than Twenty Five Hundred Dollars in Advance." Uh, the censored information the bad guys don't want you to know. Now this is kind of interesting. It, it's a a book. Uh, it is what it is. It's a book about finance. It's, it's kind of a. Uh, it gives a. It I don't know. Sometimes it it paints a negative light on things, and uh, but it is good information in there. Uh, just just. Remember, he's telling you horror stories. This doesn't happen to everybody, but it is a good idea to think about what's happening out there and what you can do to protect yourself. So read that book. Uh, Remember that. In the in the field of finance, things have tightened up, but you have to know you're right. So how do you do this? What do you do? What happens uh, when you are the one that you feel is getting shafted? You're the one that you feel that people are taking money from you for the, from these flight schools and you aren't getting what you're supposed to get. Well, there's a couple places you can go online. We'll have links in this episode, episode 141 on Aviation Careers Podcast. First thing you can do is this. Go to the Better Business Bureau there's an online complaint form. The thing I like about the online complaint form is it kind of leads you through, do you really have a complaint against somebody? Uh, is, this, is this a valid complaint? Uh, do you have any recourse? That type of thing. Uh, it'll, it'll walk you through that, some general information, and then you fill out a complaint form and move forward. It really is good in that it helps you get your ducks in a row and put everything together as far as what you need to do, what you need to have, and what you need to do moving forward. Of course, in any dispute, I always tell people if you can hire an attorney. I know uh, the thing—the thing that really is tough about this situation is the fact that you know most of you that are, are moving into this career, you really don't have that much money to to spend, and you know you're using your life savings to move forward in this, and and. If you get stuck in this situation, it's very, very difficult. So hiring an attorney may not be the best thing, but there's a lot of government organizations, a lot of local organizations, state organizations, county. There's also civic organizations. There's churches, etc. that are willing to help you out if you have a problem in the finance world especially with a consumer complaint. And, and they're going to kind of you handle you with, with kid gloves and take you through this process. Really good thing to look forward to. So Better Business Bureau online complaint form. Also, there's a Federal Trade Commission complaint assistant. And also, there's a, another link that I have, How to File a Consumer Complaint complaint. So take a look at those links. I have them in episode 141. Again, I hate to start off with a negative, but it's happening again. And uh, But just know this, that most people are, are up front, and if you have a complaint, and and like I, I said, we don't really offer legal advice. I know through our coaching services, we help you plan your finances, plan your financial future as far as your aviation career is concerned, but not as far as your, your legal and also your financial uh, future as far as in general, so we have people though that help you out there uh we've Andy Garrison, who's been brought on to help us out with some financing and financial advice. Of course, this isn't financial advice here you need to go out uh and, and this is just general advice and general information, uh, as you'd say, and you have to go out and talk to those people individually and sign up because everybody's situation is different and unique um, so anyway, those are the links uh, as far as that's concerned in financing again, be careful, talk to the school and uh and discuss. You know what it is you need to do, and uh, in case you can't make it through, say you lose your medical, or you just decide, hey, this isn't for me. I don't want to be a pilot. I want to go into some other career. So, uh, I hope that helps out. A couple of people have written in about some of these situations, and I just want to kind of go over that real quickly because we're not doing a full Q and A session. The other question I'm getting a lot of about uh, lately is about color blindness and color deficiency. You know, we have on the right column of Aviation Careers Podcast. If you go down, there's a categories sec- section there. If you click on that, we have a lot of things that we've talked about. Within there, there's a thing that says color blindness. If you click on that, all the episodes that we talk about color deficiency and color blindness, it'll pop up. You can do a search, obviously, in the search criteria. But one of the things this does, it helps you understand uh, your recourse and understand your situation, realizing you're not alone in this situation as far as having a color deficiency. Uh, there's a couple episodes in there where we talk. Uh, about color deficiencies. Also there's uh, episodes in the Stuck Mike avcast, the one about general aviation pod, the podcast that actually has a few things too if you search on color blindness. But for your career, we talked to Eric Crump who had a color deficiency and some other people, websites you can go to, information you can find. If you cl- if you go to aviationcareerspodcast.com and and look at that category, color blindness, it'll take you right there. You'll understand more about what you can do and understand too that A lot of us have some color deficiencies. Heck, my wife says I have a color deficiency every time I get dressed in the morning. But, uh, you know, but, but seriously, it really is something you should look into if you're worried about it. And I know there's a lot of folks out there that are, look at this, at those episodes, look towards those episodes first. I know we have coaching and we, we help people through these processes, but really, uh, if you want to get it for free, it's right there on the website. Listen to those episodes. We'd be more than willing to help you out, but, but it's all, all the information's out there and it's free on the internet. Uh, um, anyway, so that's it for the questions. You know, uh, And uh, just a few more questions in the future. We're going to have, I, like I said, Robert Geyer is coming on for another Q&A session. We have some really good stuff there. And also somebody to discuss NetJets and what it's like to work for that organization. So that will be really cool. Anyway, moving on to the next. Like I said, this is going to be a short episode. Uh, I'm in my mobile studio right now, transmitting from uh, from a, a desk in, uh, in, a, in an empty house right now. But I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about a real special thing that's happening in our lives right now. We live on the beach, and I've always said I'm on an island, and uh, it takes us four bridges to get off our island and onto the mainland. Well, we've decided that what we're going to do is we're moving to central Florida. We're moving the podcast to Lakeland Airport, Lakeland, Florida, and uh, a couple reasons. I know a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's because of Sun and Fun and uh, and Polk State College. Well, partially, but you know what? That's, that's just a, a one-year event, and the, the team that I coach is I'm only there maybe once every few weeks, but most importantly... Is, that, is this, and this is something that we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, and it's a decision that you need to make when you're deciding with an airline that you're working for where you want to live. Well, I, I'm pretty much settled where I am finally in an airline in, in my location, and this location of Lakeland, Florida, puts us smack dab between two cities that our airline serves, both Orlando and Tampa. It also gives me driving distance between two pilot bases, And that's terrific. I don't have to commute to work by airplane. We talk a lot about that, commuting to work by plane. You know, my commute to work really isn't that bad. This actually helps because I'm between two cities, and I can actually drive to those airports and fly to work. But being able to get in your car and drive to work and come home after a trip is wonderful. So what does that mean to me, and what would it mean to you if you do go on with an airline and you're within driving distance? Something to consider that, number one, when you're within driving distance, you almost add a whole day to your days off, For example, if I miss excuse me, if I finish a trip, say at five p m and I'm an hour two hours from my home, all I do is I get in the car and I drive home an hour, two hours, maybe forty minutes. and you know some of you have regular jobs right now are thinking, well that's that's kind of normal. Well, actually, in my life, my door to door commute on the best day is six hours usually right now. That's changing next month, but right now it's 6 hours. And sometimes it's 24 hours. Why is it 24 hours? That kind of sounds strange, doesn't it? Well, a lot of times I have to commute to work a day before just because the airline schedules, there's possible weather, there might be cancellations. So I have to go up a day before to go to work say at 6 in the morning. A lot of times I'm leaving at say noon the day before. I go up, I have to have a place to stay. In the New York area, of course, I stay with my family, which is really cool. But then I have to commute back home again. A lot of times I'm missing out on a whole day of events and things I could do. I could do more podcasting, you know, coaching, etc. cetera. I can reach out to people more during that period where I'm not commuting. So there are pluses and minuses to being actually in a base that's far away because you know, when we're making decisions, we say to ourselves, well, where do I want to live? And being an airline pilot or any crew member, you get a choice as to where you want to live. You can live in Europe. You can live on the beach like we are now. But it also, it adds to that travel time. The, um, the other thing, too, about moving to Lakeland for us, and that's all a career decision. And, and, and by the way, with that said... I actually can work more I, you know I always say I work part time now i 'm going to go back to working a full schedule, which enables me to make enough money to cover the mortgage <laughs> you know the additional money i 'll be making actually working full time so that 's kind of a cool thing financially for for us so that 's a wonderful, wonderful thing there uh, but the other thing about living in lakeland that that 's really cool here on a personal level there 's more. Aviation venues and air shows within 100 miles of Lakeland. Within an hour, two hours drive, I have so many things. I have Orlando. I have, you know, the Sebring. I have the light sport uh, event up in the land. Daytona Beach is a little bit over uh, 100 miles away. We also have all the events on the coast, uh, glider ports, seaplane bases, uh, numerous different airports within the central Florida region. Within a three-hour drive, too, uh, just to mention, I, I can easily drive to work. Uh, I can also you know, go to many more air shows and aviation events. Then, of course, we can fly there, too, in a small plane. But that's a big thing about our move is being able to get to some of those venues and those events. This This is really cool for me and for you, too, listening, is that we get to have more opportunities to interact and to meet up. For instance, we'll be able to get together, say, in Orlando. We're going to start doing more meetups and, and doing more events locally. Uh, being 10 minutes uh, travel from Lakeland Airport. We'll be living right near Lakeland Airport. We can start having events there, fly-ins, etc. So I'm really excited about that. So more opportunities to meet you, the listener, is terrific. Uh, there's a lot of international airports I can now drive to, which is going to be really cool. Also, obviously, the other benefits. I'll be close to Polk State College, and and of course the coaching. And I know Eric Crump thinks it's because of his pretty face that we're moving out to Lakeland, but hate to break the news to him, that's it's because we. It's all these other things. Of course, that is one of the benefits is to see uh, my friend Eric and uh, also the aerospace director at at Polk State College. The other bonus to us, it's near the Sun and Fun campus. Uh, there's events all year long with Sun and Fun. I know that's just once a year, one week. And that's one of my favorite things to do is to go to Sun and Fun. But it's it's just one event. It's just uh, during one portion of the year. But there's so many other things that happen there. Also, I'm go- going to be really close to NOAA. Uh, and I'll put a link to that. Uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association moved their operations center to Lakeland just recently. They moved it from MacDill Air Force Base. So the hurricane hunters from NOAA will be out there, you know, the Gulf Streams and all. Not the Air Force. That's a little different. The C-130 over the Air Force, but this is NOAA and uh, marine mammal research and all sorts of cool stuff. We'll actually have some interviews right from the NOAA Center coming up. So that's going to be really really neat. Also for me on a personal basis, uh, there's more opportunity for me to fly recreationally. Uh, Plant City, I have a lot of friends there, uh, Peter O'Knight Airport's driving distance, Vandenberg Airport, excuse me, uh, Tampa Executive Airport, and uh, that's the old name. And there's uh, uh, Zephyr Hills, uh, obviously there's Lakeland, there's there's Orlando Executive within driving distance, Kissimmee, uh, Sebring, just all these wonderful, wonderful venues for me to fly out of recreationally and meet people to go flying. Also, uh, again, on a personal note, this is a compromise on living on an airport property. Uh, now we'll be actually almost living on an ar- airport property, but it will, we'll be living near one. Uh, decided that you know a compromise between the wife and I as far as living on an airport, uh, it, that really isn't something that appeals to her, but now we're going to be living really close by in a real nice community, That we're going to enjoy a nice house. So uh, that's on a personal standpoint. So kind of bringing through this path of our decision making through the career and personal choices. And that's actually what we do in the career coaching. We get into the nitty gritty uh, of the personal items and uh, a little more specific than I'm I'm giving you generality as far as money and stuff like that. But I think that's really cool uh, that that this is going to happen. And I'm so excited uh, for this move. So with that said, This is going to be great being closer to you, being able to reach out more, get to more aviation events because I'll be able to jump on a plane and go to many different airports and come back the same day. Uh, But I need some feedback here. I need some help from you. Trying to figure out something. As far as getting together, meetups. I know there's meetup.com. There's Facebook. uh, There's our newsletter. There's our Facebook page. Uh, There's many ways to schedule those things. There's social flight, I think it's called. I want to know from you, What's the best way for us to announce, uh, is it Twitter, is it Facebook, is it through the newsletter, that we're going to have a meetup somewhere at some airport? Because we are going to start doing that more and more especially in the Orlando area. Uh, I know a lot of people fly in there for vacations, et cetera. We're going to start doing more meetups in the Orlando and and obviously Tampa, Tampa. We have a venue. We have uh, the airport itself. There's a Starbucks right in the lobby here. It's, it's beautiful in uh, Tampa airport. The folks there, Joe Lopano is doing a wonderful job of refurbishing that international airport. The cool thing about it is the fact that you can go inside. It has a huge, huge venue and places to eat that type of thing. We're also looking at other airports that have places to eat and, and, Fun things to do. Obviously, Albert Whitted is one of them. That's close to where I live now. And in the Lakeland area, we're going to start having a lot more at two places on the airport. One of them is Hallbacks, and that's the one that has a restaurant right there. and You can fly in. We'll have events there. And also, right there at the hotel, the Hilton Garden Inn, has a really cool restaurant there, and we can all meet up there and talk some more. So I'm really excited about that. Can't wait to get there. Uh, I have also a link. Uh, a map and directions to Lakeland Airport, uh, where we'll be meeting and having these meetups. So that'll be really exciting. Uh, what it does for you is it enables you to con- talk to me directly face-to-face. It's We're going to do some more webinars, seminars in person, uh, career advice, that type of thing, at venues at the FA Center there in Lakeland. Of course, those are all free, so show up. And we'll give you some, some great advice there and uh, have some other people from the podcast showing up giving some advice. But, boy, guys, you know, this has been terrific. Uh, before I go, I mentioned the NOAA, the Aircraft Operations Center. That's the pick of the week. Check that out. I have a link to that where they uh, the official ribbon-cutting of the new National Oceanic and Atmospheric Operations Center. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this part, this podcast, a short one, and I'm really excited about the news. Please send me feedback at com about how you want to be notified of different meetups throughout. If you have a meetup at a large airport like JFK, Newark, LaGuardia, etc., you want me to come to, I can easily get there now. I have many different options as far as flying to these things. So I'd love to hear about where you are and if you want me to come and speak at one of your events about aviation careers. It'd be a lot of fun. I'd love to reach out and talk to you. One of my favorite things is to actually meet you folks at air shows, uh, and it gives us a lot more time to discuss things and, and get to know me personally. If you do see me at an event, by the way, come over, say hi. I might look busy. Just wave at me. Uh, you know, I'm very approachable and I love to speak with everybody. I know it's tough to get in touch with me online. Uh, I, I try to get back as, as quick as possible. Either I do or somebody else here at Aviation Careers Podcast. Well, folks, I, I can't wait to see it, Lakeland. If you have any questions about some of that information I give you, send it at feedback at com. And remember, you know, one of the things that you should do in your career when you're trying to figure out you know what you want to do, where you want to go is you need to do something today. Do something now. Take one small step to move forward in your career. Maybe you are trying to decide where you want to live. Maybe you're trying to decide what the best base will be for you. Well, You know what? Take a step right now. I'll tell you what, go online, look at a map of the area you're thinking of moving to, see what's around, research the schools, research the different venues, research the recreational activities you like to do. If you're looking at different airlines you want to work for, look at their bases. Get online, look at their websites. Do something now and do something today to help you decide whether this airline is the best for you for you, and also if that location is best for you. Well, folks, we'll talk to you next episode